The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Wednesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear later tonight. We'll give you those details. He's in studio. We're talking about the Lions and the Eagles. Going to look ahead to the Lions and the Commanders on Sunday in downtown Detroit. And the Lions are favored on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board in a game for the first time. I think I saw your tweet on the Lions Wire account. Is it November of 2020? Yeah, week 11 of 2020. It's been a long time. Very long time. That game, by the way, didn't go too well either. They went to Carolina and got shut out. So last time they were favored uh, at Carolina, November 2020. So they are favored against Washington. Uh, the Commanders beat Jacksonville. You have the Lions with a quasi-moral victory, better against the Eagles than they were a year ago. So were those junk points? Was that legit offense? How does that translate from week one to week two? We'll get into that. We'll talk about golf. Maybe should have had some more work in the preseason. Uh, Mental mistakes hurt this team, and Jalen Hurts hurt the Lions. So a lot to get to. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, opted on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's your early gut vibe on Sunday's game against Washington and downtown Detroit? Don't forget, I'm having another huge Michigan Sports Network huge show pregame bash at Tin Roof, which was just rocking with Eagles and Lions fans last Sunday they're right across from Comerica. The old Shelley's about a block from Ford Field. Join me uh, on Sunday uh, around 9.30, 10 a.m. until around noon when I bump over to the stadium. Jeff, you were there. Um, the crowd noise, uh, the players talked about it. Campbell talked about it. Uh, you could feel it. Uh, it was like it was a playoff game on how bad the Lions Nation wanted that W to start a season, and then you had Swift and the big start, and I'm like, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Super Bowl tickets online. Yeah, it was it was an exciting start, the way that they came out, the sellout crowd, standing room only crowd, and they, they almost sold that out too, which is, like, it's been a long time since, since Ford Field had that level of sustained enthusiasm. It shows that people are excited about the team. And they came out and they gave you something to validate that. That first drive, my God. DeAndre Swift going 50 yards off, off left tackle. Uh, that, that, was, that was fun. And then, then the bottom kind of fell out a little bit. And mm, the, that might be the understatement so far. Ding, ding, ding. If you were <laughs> guessing two minutes in on the understatement from Jeff Risden, the buy, it was like they went conservative, like they had a 24 nothing lead. They they did not play the rest of the first half well on either side of the ball. 
I will give them credit. They adjusted at halftime. They did some things that changed things up. They got back to to finding what worked for them, uh, especially on offense. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 second, third, and fourth drives where they you know two three and outs and then the pick six can't have that. Can't have that against. The where was he team. throwing that ball on the pick six? That's a good question. So I've looked at that a, a few times. There there are a couple things wrong with that. First off, DeAndre Swift is the outside receiver on that. He never moved at the snap. He just stood there. So that allowed his cornerback to fly off and go back and pick off that pass. If if Swift does anything on that route, football falls to the earth. So that was a breakdown on Swift's part. He had a phenomenal game otherwise. Can't have that mistake. Like his mistake there legitimately cost them six points. Uh, but that the the miscommunications between Goff and and TJ Hawkinson and Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown, you saw it a lot. That that's that that's early season. That's something we talked about a little bit um, off the air. Here was preseason. They did, they didn't get those they didn't get those kinks worked out. You know, you can think that you're doing that when you're playing it against air. When Darius Slay and, and Chauncey Gardner Johnson are on the other team, that, that's that's not air. <laughs> I think they needed more work on offense in preseason games against not not Allen Park practices, not right. practices we watched on Hard Knocks where we're like, you know what, they're going to the playoffs. They needed a quarter at least. And if not a half uh, in that second game, yeah, the, to get ready the Indianapolis game, and then the 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 Pittsburgh game would have been a great one because Pittsburgh's defense they do things that the Lions don't do. First off, it's a three man front, so that's a different look than what you're getting in practice. They also they they do a lot of blitzing, they do a lot of of mixing coverages behind it, and I think the the route adjustments you, you saw a couple times where Goff you know threw the out. And the receiver didn't in, or vice versa, or, or some combination of, or they just weren't on the same page. And that comes from their their sight adjustments. They were reading different. They're de- reading different pages from the same book. You got to get on the same page there. I hate to use the cliche, but it, it's true. I look at coaching, and maybe as fans, with all of us watching Hard Knocks, that you overestimate maybe your level mm-hmm. going into a season, right? Where where you're at. And from when they took the lead and, uh, and DBs are playing 10 yards off receivers, which is a Lions tradition on opening day and the final game of the year, you can't be within 15 yards of the opposing uh, receiver. And, and, and not playing golf. And I get that you had Boyle and Blau, two guys you had to cut. So that tells you their value uh, in golf. And early on, I'm going, here we go. It's going to be just what Philly did a year ago. And then you talked about the adjustments and, and the pace that you and I discussed before the top of the hour. That when, when Goff is in a rhythm, fast-paced offense, he's different. He doesn't have time to think about making a mistake. He just, he just reacts. It's, it's a weird principle. It's the same thing um, I, I did some Cleveland media this morning. How about that? How about that comeback? That was amazing. What a game. Uh, uh, rookie kicker in a 58-yarder on the road uh, in his debut. But yeah, so one of the things that they talk about there is Jacoby Brissett, you you almost want him to have a bad offensive line because then he won't sit back there and make mistakes. Like he's getting the ball out to his first read, and if it's not there, he's he's either running or throwing it away. The same thing is sort of there with Goff. Like you saw, if his first read wasn't there, like he, he struggled. But if that first read was there, the, the touchdown pass that he threw late to DJ Shark, my God. That's that's vintage Jared Goff. Like that's Jared Goff at his absolute best. Threw that ball perfectly over Darius Slay into the end zone. Like, give me more of that. And that that ball came out in one point eight seconds. They seem nervous, and let's remember that they have one guy 
30 or over yeah. in Brockers, right? And he's not good. No, no, he's old now. And 30's old, unless you're Tom Brady and you're 45 and you look like you're losing weight. He looks like Tom Hanks in Castaway, and he's still uh, beating the Cowboys. And we'll talk about the rest of the NFL later. Early on, I can go, nobody except Swift and the offensive line looked good for the Lions in the first half. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would say Jeff Okuda played well. but No, I'm that, talking offense. Oh, offense. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the receivers, Goff, it wasn't it wasn't. And there. where's Hawkinson supposed to be this top five tight end in the league? At what point is he going to take over uh, games? He did not do that very well. I will say the Eagles, in, in watching the film of it, the Eagles focused their defense on taking TJ Hawkinson away. And I think that was some of what you saw where Goff is looking and he didn't throw it right away. He was looking for Hawkins. They they bracketed him and they had they had their linebacker dropping underneath all the time to shadow that. So you've got to make an adjustment to, to fix that. I think they did do that at halftime, but in the first half, like and, and this is a, this is a case of the Colts did this to them. When Hawkinson is in the game, they know that he's the primary receiver on a play, and they, they took him away and make Goff use the other weapons to beat him. This one, Goff was inaccurate. I mean, Amon Ra dropped the ball. That 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 had literally never happened before. He he put one on the ground. He put two on the ground. Yeah, one, I was gonna say multiple. One of them wasn't necessarily his fault, but Josh Reynolds drops a ball. You, you see, his Jamal name now is Amon on ground. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I got. I got to. You that. might want to pen that. He, one. he did That's come good. back in the second half. He did. He had a great touchdown. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. On a play that God, if, they looked nervous. They looked rattled. They they did. looked uncomfortable. They they looked like they all offensively, except for the O line, which gave Goff time to throw. They did. And Swift, which by the way, Swift's running may have been set up by the Eagles putting a lot of defensive schemes in on the passing game. And, and that was one of the things you saw. Uh, I forget who tracks that stuff, but somebody wrote that uh, they Swift got he had 144 rushing yards. 132 of them came when the Eagles had six guys in the box, which means. You know, and that, that's basic football math. Seven guys in the box, you throw. Six guys in the box, you run. I thought the Lions did a really good job of making that math work. They just got to do a little bit better when, when, with the throwing part. <laughs> Early on with the vibe and the energy in that building, I'm thinking this is what we expected. And, and also, when the game ended, I said, this is what I expected. I said 31-28. I said the offense will have to score in the 30s for the Lions to win games. I really believe that. Yeah, Certainly, may, certainly may, it's a team like that. Yeah. yeah, or maybe Washington It might be in, in, the, in the high 20s if you're yeah. going to win on Sunday, and we'll get to that game later. By the way, Jeff Risden is the other voice you hear. Uh, follow him at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, on Twitter. Lions Wire on Twitter. Detroit Lions Podcast. Uh, you guys are going tonight, right? Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. What time? Uh, we'll be going live a little after 7 tonight. Uh, that's a great podcast, man. Who, who does Thanks. it with you? Uh, his name is Chris. He, he, he does a good job. Uh, yeah, form, former radio guy in Detroit for people who go way back. He, he now lives in Tampa, um, does other things for a living, but uh, this is his Lions outlet. And he's, so he's down in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, awesome. he actually lives about uh, six doors down from Wayne Fonts, who has been on the podcast a couple times as a that, special fantastic. guest. Fantastic! I mean, and also Wayne has him over for Hawaiian shirt night. I, I tell you what, I, the the first time I went to Chris's house, he uh, he's like, "Hey, let's take a little walk." And Fonts, and you see Fonts, we, we see Wayne Fonts sitting in his, sitting on his front front lanai smoking a cigar. 
Like, this is nice. <laughs> and he wasn't he wasn't coaching the no. uh, lawn maintenance team. He was just letting them do what they wanted to do. Coach coach was he, uh, didn't, he didn't have any input on anything with the lawn maintenance team, the construction on the lanai in the backyard. He just said, "You guys are talented. Let's see if we can win it." Coach coach was watching his cat eat lizards. <laughs> That's what you do when you're retired in Florida. Mm. Yes. It would have been nice if he would have kept an eye on the yeah. cats on his team called the Lions. Hey, yeah, I, I, they that for Barry Sanders and that group, Lomas, uh, he wouldn't go down the list, Terman Moore. For that group not to have a Super Bowl ring, it, it's I, I know the Bills had their four straight Super Bowls and they might get it this year. But for that, Barry Herman Moore, I mean, think about this, though. I mean, with Lions fans and why it was crazy down there, and a lot of Eagles fans came, and they're fighting, and some of the trash talking between Eagles and Lions fans when I was walking from Tin Roof over to Ford Field was absolutely classic. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Eagles fans bring some spirit to them. I'll give spirit? them some credit for that. Yeah, that, uh, They drink a lot of spirits. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. And Eagles fans, here's what I thought. The Pennsylvania Department of Corrections had a, a bus shuttle where they were just dropping off the fans. At every corner there in downtown Detroit. So, yeah. Uh, it's just, nice. just to go back to, to Coach Fonts for a second, we had him with Lomas and Herman on the podcast. Are you last serious? Year. Uh, and, and Chris and I just sat back and let them talk for oh, like 45 minutes. And it, they got stories, right? The the way in which they feel that they let Detroit down because they didn't win was very palpable from that. And this is, you know, 25, 30 years later after it happened. They know that they should have done more um, and could have done more. And you know, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But uh, that was, you know, you know, I've gotten to know Herman and Lomas both a little bit. And uh, they, they both are like, man, I can't believe we didn't win more. How about Calvin and Dominic and Sue and Stafford? Didn't win a playoff game. Yeah. Barry won one. 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 So between Barry, we'll go, and the rock stars they had on that team, Spillman, you know, Lomas, uh, Herman Moore, we'll go down the list, Perriman. <laughs> Benny Blades, is that, and you look at Sue Stafford and Calvin Johnson, between those two groups, eras, teams, one playoff win. One. And that's the noise. My point about, I'm not going retro and old school, Jeff, that the energy... The you 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 can feel that the people want a winner. We're with ready. The Lions, right? We're, re- we're ready. Man. Beyond ready. Yeah. That noise there. Campbell said he's never heard anything like it. You know, if you go back to 91 or the playoff game, was it officially 92, I think, what, yeah. whatever, at the Silver Dome, John Madden, I still got the VHS where he calls it the loudest NFL game he's ever been to. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, when it happens in Detroit, oh, it, it is going to happen. I know. We have to have the faith on it. Is it going to be, is golf going to be the guy to make it? I'm still a golf fan, but is, is, he, the, is he the hunt guy like Stafford was to the Rams? It could very well be. Um, I I still think. Look, he did not have a great opening game. Um, opening half, I would o- say. Opening half, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's fair because I think he did play very well in the second half. I think he again. I think he and Ben Johnson went in at halftime, looked at the the formations. They look at the pictures. They look at their their tablets. Looked their, at U Haul prices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I think they did some good things. Yes, and, and you saw a, a more confident golf. I think he realized where his pressure was going to come from a little bit better. Um, the run that he made, that was great. Like more of that, please. Give me give eleven one forty on the timer at Fort Field. Got there. Got there. Well, he, the second <laughs> half, I'm fine. I it really, if you take away the pick six, I know coulda, woulda, shouldas. 
And the onside kick, which we'll discuss that also coming up, I know if you, it, it, that is all or nothing. Yeah. If you get it, you're a genius. And Campbell showed he has footballs to do things yes, when does. you don't expect them. And that he did a lot last year, right? My first thought was, mm, you got the crowd, you're back in this, kick it deep, uh, hope you can contain Hurts. But maybe they felt, like I think Campbell alluded to this in his audio, that basically they knew they weren't able to stop Hurts, and they felt they needed to get that extra possession. Yeah, and, and that's what he talked about. Like, either we're going to get it or we're going to get the ball back quicker to go back and score, and hopefully we hold them to a field goal or the defense comes up big. I, I didn't hate the field goal or the, the onside kick. I I wish they would have practiced a little bit well, more. Well, you waited. Here, here's where, where we're at on the onside kick, Jeff. Let's be honest. Every Lions fan listening, uh, those in the media, that if – if they go three and out and punt, it was a great decision. Right. All right. If they get it, obviously, you're a genius. But even if they got it and you hold them and they get a field goal, you still see that as a win. You get you shorten the possession. Absolutely. Time right. That So that to me was I, – I didn't scream and go, oh, my God, what are they doing? You know, But I've also seen Campbell go the other way where you think he's got an onside kick in the fourth quarter when they need it, and they don't do it. They do that later in the game. Uh, the, 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 after the Lions scored the next time, they, they kicked it deep. Cyber, went I, out there and, and, and I thought they were going to onside kick then. So did the Eagles. They did have their hands team out there. They only had one guy back that didn't block. Um, and then you saw the return basically just, you know, hey, I'm going down. Can, can I just be honest with you, Jeff? And sure. we're, we're, we're beginning to bond and we, we eat. <laughs> Pizza and we talk Lions and Superfly Hayes has his Michigan State hat on and he had it uh, embroidered on the side it says forty eight twenty one Washington that's pretty bad for a Michigan State fan Saturday Campbell's year two Goff is year two but a seasoned veteran yep this team doesn't have anybody over thirty nope uh, rookies that made key mistakes but didn't you know. Malcolm Rodriguez, you take away, you know, graded one of the best linebackers, or uh, by Pro Football Focus, right? Uh, a- Hutchinson, uh, he just missed, you know, four sacks. Man, he did a lot. But of But two things. rookies, two rookies there. Campbell's still in the second year. One one game into a second year. I'm not making excuses, but I will say that compared to previous Lions games, that I I see the improvement. I understand where they're going. Yes, we will always be armchair quarterbacks in the media and fans on the onside kick, on playing 10 yards off a receiver, uh, drops, all this. But to me, I look toe-to-toe with the Eagles, who after watching week one of the National Football League, look like a top-five team in the league. In the league. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I would say in the NFC right now, who played the best? Tampa's defense looks awesome. All right, yeah, they they look they look awesome, but Brady, you know Evans, he's going to need his receivers to stay healthy. He's still Brady though at forty five, yeah, and Giselle doesn't want him playing. She's worried now. Yeah, I got, think she's looking at him. He's thin, isn't he? He he does look a little odd, doesn't he? Too much yeah. kale. Could be. If you get a lot of that kale, you're basically you're pooping like a draw horse back in the eighteen hundreds. I still remember um, learning that kale, the number one buyer, the the number one. Um, place that buys kale is Pizza Hut and they put it on their salad bar. They don't actually eat it. That's like the number one kale market in the in the country. And the bathroom line is completely out the door and it's not because of the pan pizza. 
I just Brady. There, there's a part of me, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more. But while we, you know, brought up Brady, there's a side of me watching him where he has that look like, do I, was it the right move to come back and play another year? Do you do you sense that a little bit? I think I think a little bit. I think he they really like Todd Bowles as their head coach, and and I think that. One of the reasons why Bruce stepped aside was because I think he knew that that you know the team was ready to play for Todd Bowles and they want to do that and and Brady's part of that, like they they want it to work for him. He's a very popular guy in that locker room and they kind of like the way Dan Campbell is. The players really want it to work with him, um, and and Brady I think also saw that Cal Trask was his backup and it's like oh my god we go we go from a Super Bowl contender to to possibly winless with that guy. So that's. Uh, Pretty easy decision on his part, and he loves having the ego stroked. It's Tom Brady, and he wants He's to leave that. He wants way. to leave on a Super Bowl stage. Oh, absolutely. That he and he was close last year. If it wasn't for Tampa blitzing, and then Stafford makes that long throw to Cup, right? And Brady wants the he wants the exit on the stage, saying goodbye. That and I, I look back at Brady when I interviewed him for that first signing of the stars on the Michigan football Facebook page. Me and John Jansen were doing the interviews, and it was awesome. It was like Woodson walking in, Howard walking <laughs> in. Here comes Brady. Looks like he hasn't showered. Looks like he's been on a 24-hour bender. And that was after they lost to Denver. And that Super Bowl that he knew was his, right? Yeah. But then Denver go beat Carolina, I think, they right? Did. Yes, that was the year. Yeah. And, and so you could see, like he's talking to Jansen, and he's like, man, you know, how losing bothers him. Like oh, the yeah. ultimate competitor. And he knows it stung at home against the Rams. You get a stop. It's over. And it didn't happen. mm. And and so now I look at it, and they didn't convert. And it's really wasn't on Brady. It was on the Cowboys who were getting a pass rush. So I have the Bucs from week one. And I have the Eagles maybe in the NFC as the best team. Would you say that after one week? Absolutely. Especially the way Green Bay played. Oh uh, Minnesota kicked their butt. What is again, Rogers like, trying to say, you know, well, he's like Brady. He doesn't need anybody around them. I'm like, you know, them not signing Adams. I don't get that. And, and I, I know it didn't work out too great for the, the Raiders, but Devonte Adams, my goodness, there, there's a video of him. You can look it up on Twitter where he spins his cornerback around twice on the same play. How the Packers not keep those guys together? You, you, you until can't the tell end. me that, that that wasn't a mistake to let him. You know, that the Packers needed him and. Their defense, while I think it's really good on paper, did not come together very well against Kirk Cousins, and they could not cover Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a problem for Detroit too. But uh, look at the receivers Cousins has in Minnesota, right? God, if they if their offensive line does anything, that's a great offense. New Minnesota. offense looks good. It looked it looks real good, and Kirk looked in command of it and, and comfortable. Yeah. So and the Bears, how about the Bears go and surprise the world? They're getting they're uh, through two and a half quarters. They look like they're going to be a winless team this year, right? God bless them, man. That in the in the monsoon, you, you, no, you Trey see. Lance. The the move from Jimmy G to Trey Lance may be the end of Shanahan and Lynch. Uh, not this year, but probably next year it's if a, he's not a that, superstar. Yeah, and you saw that Justin Fields. Who I mean, Chicago fans are, are praying to God that Justin Fields is the answer. At least I got that one right because he's better than Trey, Trey Lance at the same point right now. Because you look at the supporting cast in San Francisco. They should have mopped, mopped the, the the wet field 
with what the Bears brought out. But the Bears, you know, give them credit. They they a win's hard. a win. And they played hard under their new coach. They they got some some good plays from guys that you weren't expecting to have good plays. That's that's how you win in the NFL. A win is a win in the NFL. Never apologize for a victory. Never. You got 17 chances. That's right. You probably need 10 to go on the W side for you to be a playoff team. At least. But yeah, 10 10 10 and 7 is going to get you in this year. Right. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine and eight with how balanced the NFC is. It's obvious AFC is the power conference, so we'll talk about that. Jeff Risden joining us. We have so much to get to uh, with the Lions, some of the late uh, breaking news from the LionsWire.com. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast tonight, what do you say, around seven-ish? Seven, seven-ish, yep. Seven-ish, uh, search uh, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube, uh, at Jeff Risden, I-R-S-D-O-N. Also, our Bud Light huge question of the day. And remember, when you're watching the Lions drink an ice cold Bud Light, they'll have a better day or night. At least they had a better half on Sunday against the Eagles. And also thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So our huge question of the day, what's your early vibe on the Lions? I think it's a must-win situation. I really do. And we'll talk about that next, Jeff. That Sunday, you can't start 0-2 with two losses at home with all the mojo uh, you had in the offseason. You can answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. I also have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the NFL, Are you ready for week two of Thursday night football? So get ready for week two with touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City to win, the Chargers or the Chiefs. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game on Thursday night, you get paid instantly. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you sign up after downloading it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win ticket issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We'll have more with Rizzy, who's in the hizzy. On the Lions in the NFL, your Lions questions had Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Drop your Lions questions. Text the word Huge to 21,000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get September savings on your favorite automotive products. 
JB Weld Plastic Bonder is only $7.29 and JB Quick Cold Weld Epoxy is just $5.99. Seal All Contact Adhesive and Sealant is just $3.49. We also stock exciting new products like Nebo's Glow Tumbler Handles with Lights and the Skeeter Hawk Mosquito Carabiner. While supplies last, shop online and save at myautovaluestore.com. Auto Value. Service is the difference. We get it. Get more for your money and get a healthy dinner for less when you shop Meyer. Start your meal with Earthbound Farm Organic Salad for $2.99. Then shop Frederick's by Meyer Cooked Shrimp for $8.99 for the main course. Add delicious nor pasta or rice sides for only $1.35. And clean it all up with bounty paper towels for $12.99. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now, they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. So fall is here. Kids are back to school, but there's still time to book a stay-and-play package in September or October and even look ahead to 2023 for that golf getaway, that special event, that wedding, that reception, that outing. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Everything you need is at TullymoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they also have prime real estate available for your second home where you can live there full-time year-round in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Go to TullymoreGolf.com to get more information. That's TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you live within driving distance, get up there and play 18 at Tullymore or 18 at St. Ives. You can book your tee time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, always originating for the Auto Valley Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. Superfly Hayes, the legend lives on. Executive producer, the man. Jeff Risden calls him the Matt Stafford of the huge show. And once he's traded, he'll win a championship with another sports radio show. Thank you, Superfly Stafford. Uh, Jeff Risden, uh, the other voice you'll hear in a moment, uh, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. Uh, he is inside the NFL with the Lions Wire, the Browns Wire, uh, the LionsWire.com. You can look up Lions Wire on Twitter, Facebook, great follow, uh, the latest news. Uh, also, the Detroit Lions podcast uh, will go tonight. They'll look back at the Philly Detroit game. Look ahead to Washington and Detroit on Sunday. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube around 7-ish uh, tonight. Uh, I did mention uh, earlier to you, Jeff, that uh, some news today. You guys were busy on the Lions Wire connected to news out of Allen Park. Yeah, so we got uh, bad news on Halapula Vadi Vaitai. Hey, I said it right first Wow, I, I've never said his first name uh, ever on the show. Yeah, did Big V. 
That's all I say. V. That's all you need. Haliputo. Halipulavati. So my my podcast partner Chris came up with this. If you sing "Play That Funky Music, White Boy" and you sing "Halipulavati Vitai," oh, it's the same Halipuri thing. Halipuri There you go. You got it. And he was dancing and singing and getting back surgery. He won't be dancing for a while because he had back surgery. He's going to be out. They think he's going to be back later this year, but we're not nah, sure Nah, that, that seems like a, you back. know, hey, folks, he could be back. But back surgery and going to play again yeah, in the same season? It, it, when does that happen in the NFL? Not often. Yeah. Um, now, it wasn't like – they didn't say exactly what surgery he had, but they, they, they termed it minor, which, I mean yeah. – I've I've never had back surgery, but my my back is hurt. I've never heard of minor back I, yeah, surgery. That that seems that doesn't seem pleasant. But the, the the interesting thing with that, he goes and has a surgery, and Levi Anzarike on injured reserve with a back problem that goes back to 2019, and that hadn't had surgery. If, if it's something that surgery can't correct, I don't know how that's going to get better. Uh, that's 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 not looking good. I don't have any issues with the line. On how they played. I really don't. The yeah. false starts, right, early. I mean, Stenberg had the two right. with them. They still scored on the drive. I, I know. I, I don't have any. The O-line, it, it's a beautiful thing. Golf, second half, I'm cool with. Swift, start to finish, was uh, the best running back in the league, maybe outside of Saquon and that comeback uh, the Giants had against the Titans. Uh, the receivers, second half, showed up. I, I still think Hawkinson... Now, if this is by design by other teams that they're taking them out, then other receivers had better have big numbers every week. Absolutely. And that's that's the trade-off that they're going to have to get. Now, Philadelphia is pretty good at linebacker. They're really good at safety. You look at Washington, they don't have either of those. So this is a week where if you're going to – if Hawkinson's ever going to eat, this is the week to feed him because they don't have very good their, – their best linebacker last year was Jonathan Bostic. Remember him from Detroit? When we couldn't wait, wait to get rid of him and his dreadlocks, he's he was our best linebacker last year. They got they got Cole Holcomb in the middle. Um, I dare you to pick him out of a police lineup. <laughs> Cole Holcomb, yeah. I I think I went to high school with him at Sparta, class of eighty. Could could very well be. Yeah, uh, they're they're uh, I know they're they're just not. This this is a, a very different Washington team, and we talked about it a little bit in the break. They got to get this one, man. They have to they, win. They got to. They have this. to. You cannot. You can't start zero two at home. You can't start zero no two at way. home. Not not against. I mean, obviously Philly's really good, but Washington. I mean, yeah, they beat Jacksonville, but Jacksonville did not look great. I mean, they, they don't have the depth, of talent. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't particularly have a good game. Now, Washington's dangerous. They can win. They've got weapons. Antonio Gibson's a really good running back. Terry McLaurin, scary Terry. That guy can play. Uh, Carson Wentz, you never know what you're going to get. And, and the, the commanders never know what they're going to get out of Carson Wentz either. And with Hutchinson and no mobile quarterback, uh, look for Aiden. I think they have a couple of sacks on uh, Wentz. I do like the Lions. I think they're what uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board giving two and a half points. Two, yeah, two and a half points. Right. This is the first time that the Lions have been favored against a team with a winning record since 2018. They went. They went into Miami that wow. year, and and uh, Miami was was four and three at the time, and the Lions beat them. Uh, also from the Lions Wire uh, earlier this afternoon, Jeffrey uh, Lions signed running back Justin Jackson. I really liked him in the preseason for Detroit. I, I did too. And 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 Levi goes on IR. So yeah. So there there was a lot of people that were wondering. Oh, you know, defensive lineman right. was on injured reserve. We haven't filled the spot yet. Maybe it's Indomitian Sue. Maybe it's somebody on the. De- no, this was. Uh, 
Um, I didn't I didn't realize it at the time um, until they did it, uh, but it was pretty much preordained that this spot was going to go to Justin Jackson. Look, he's their kick returner. He was the primary kick returner. They didn't wind up returning any kicks last week because Philadelphia kicks it out of the end zone every time. But uh, they, they like Justin Jackson a lot. He's their number four running back. Uh, keep in mind, the number three running back didn't play, uh, Craig Reynolds. So it, he's there for his return game. Well, what, it makes sense. And look, he, he's a good guy. He, he is a much more natural backup to DeAndre Swift if Swift gets hurt in a game than what Jamal Williams or Craig Reynolds are. Those guys are more between the tackles, you know, give me the ball, I'm going to grind a few yards. Swift's a guy who can make you miss with speed, and Justin Jackson's that same kind of guy. So it makes makes a lot of sense that they did that. Uh, it's it's a little little frustrating that they're that they didn't try they didn't even try anybody out for defense. So it was clear that they they knew what they were going to do. Um, and and like they're not, I know there's people that are like, oh, you got to get Sue, you got to get you know, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown didn't want to play in Detroit. Um, he made that. Sue's pretty- not coming back. So, and certainly not for anything that the Lions would pay him. No, and I think with what he did to the franchise and how he was off the field in terms of just doing his own thing, I, I don't think you, you can't go back there if you're and, Holmes. And, and, and also, if you're Endomic and Sue, you're he's what thirty four now. You're looking. You're looking to win. You're not come. Uh, no offense to Lions. They're not. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. He seems to be like somebody Belichick would use. If they need them, and Absolutely. New England didn't look good in Week One. New England looked awful oh in Week my God. One. They uh, looked bad. They looked real bad. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the team to watch with Sue, and they've, they've approached him a couple times, is Cleveland because they their defense is loaded outside of defensive tackle, uh, and he fits the profile of what they might need to do. Uh, you know, if he comes in late, they get Deshaun Watson back at quarterback. He can't be any worse than Jacoby Brissett was the other day, and that 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 that's 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 my pick. Um, just a guess, but I think that's where he's going to wind up. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, our Lions insider, joining us in studio. Also, uh, look for Lions Wire, Twitter, Facebook, and tonight, uh, the post game one Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, Jeff is a co host with Chris. Seven ish, uh, search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the missed sacks were obvious to everybody, uh, but away from that, how do you think he played? I, I will say this to, to preface it. He's going against Lane Johnson, who is the best right tackle in football. He's going against Jalen Hurts, who is probably the best running quarterback in the game right now. Maybe better than Lamar him, Jackson. Him or Lamar okay. are, are the All two. Right. Um, in that context, I thought he did fantastic. They they threw tight end chips at him. They they he got he got he got so close to being home a few times, and some of it he did take some angles that left him exposed if he missed it, and that's something that they're going to have to clean up because. He, you can't go willy nilly on that. You don't have you don't have David Ojabo on the other side being able to chase a guy down anymore. You know you can't take those risks as much, and I think that's something that he's got to learn. But physically, like he more than looked the part. He looked real good, uh, he, and he will get some of those sacks against the Carson Wentz's of the world, but especially the Kirk Cousins of the world, the guys who really can't move. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire uh, in studio. You have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge uh, to 21,000. Bud Light, Huge question of the day. What's your vibe on game two in Detroit on Sunday against the Commanders? I think I said Redskins earlier. 
I know I, I said I'm going to say at least 10 times this week on Total Superfly. So far, man, I've been good. This is like the third radio. The commanders thing. of Washington. Commanders. I, yeah. Why aren't, why aren't they the WFT? Yeah, yeah. They should, they should have stuck with Every that. time that WFT, I thought it was WTF. Absolutely. Every, every time I saw that. That's a great marketing gimmick. Oh, it and is. They sold shirts for that. Like, that, they, they should have they gone. Like, yeah. like, Commanders in and of itself is not a bad name. But WFT with a question mark. That's better. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Risden, I'll be hanging out uh, for the duration here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, that Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your vibe on that Washington game Sunday? So one eight six six eight three eight huge Speaking of Sunday, another pregame bash at Tin Roof, which is right across the street from Comerica, block from Ford Field. Uh, it is the go-to destination spot on game day. So join me. I'll be there around 9.30 on Sunday before I go over to Ford Field for the game. Uh, Tin Roof, your game day destination. And Superfly, Jeff, is going to the Tigers game Saturday night and double-dipping with the Lions on Sunday. A lot of people are doing that. That sounds like a great weekend. As all, he takes his uh, dad, his uncles, he... Uh, he wanted to announce it on air, but I'll say it for him. He's paying for everything wow. for everybody. That, yeah. that That's quite a gentleman right yeah, there. And my I'm, goodness. And I don't, my wallet's missing, too, so I don't know what happened with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've done the double dip. I've done it more around preseason games in August than the double dip in September. I've done the the two college games in the same day a few times. Oh, we drive up to East Lansing or, yeah. or vice versa uh, down I, to... I, I've actually done Illinois Northwestern. I've done uh, Ohio State, Ohio, and I've done Michigan, Michigan State, and I've done Western and Central on the same day, too. Well, yeah. I've done it's, Tigers uh, it's Wings. A long, it's a long day. <laughs> I've done Tigers Wings opening day, then the Wings later that night. Jeff, we got a lot to talk about with the Lions, the NFC North, the NFL more from Risden in studio here on this Wednesday edition of the Huge Show Across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation persons are you ready to hit the open road you know get out of dodge meet us at the detroit camper show vickers trailer sales specializes in towables new and used pop-ups retro style campers travel trailers and fifth wheels browse inventory online at vickers trailer sales.com that's v-i-c-a-r-s trailer sales.com Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at 89 dollars 
or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment, hour two here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Remember, if you miss any podcast, any hour, any interview, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. We are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, get the free podcast, and catch up and listen, share, do what you want to with them. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. A lot of NFL conversation today. That means the pro football picks are back up week two. $1,500 in cash could be yours from Tom Rosenbach and the team at Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday to play every week through the big game at thehugeshow.net. You beat my picks just one week, you'll be in that drawing for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. More weeks you beat me, more chances you'll have to win. You have until Sunday morning. To get the picks in at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.